You may know you're listening to this show along the Marketing Podcast Network, but did you know there are other great shows on MPN to help your business? Christy Heiler hosts a fantastic podcast called Own It. Christy, tell us more about the show. Own It is all about celebrating women and non-binary advertising agency owners. We talk about buying out of the Boys Club of Advertising because less than 1% of ad agencies are owned by women. And where can people subscribe? You can find the podcast at untilyouownit.com. We're also on the Marketing Podcast Network at marketingpodcast.net. And of course, you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You heard her. Go subscribe. Hey, everybody. I want to thank our sponsor for this season, SEMrush. SEMrush is an SEO tool that I use for my clients and I absolutely adore. It not only helps me audit the site to find out what's wrong or what needs to be improved on my client's sites from an SEO standpoint, but it also helps me to keep track of the keywords and key phrases we're going after, where they rank in Google and Bing. They have their own index that they, you can put parallel to Google's index. It is an incredible tool. If you go to our show notes for each episode, there is a link. If you click on it, it just tells them that we sent you. And you can try their tool out for free. I think it's for seven days right now. And it is an incredible tool. It is well worth the money. It's actually not that bad when you think about the, about the quality and the amount of value you're going to get from this tool. So check it out. Go to our show notes, and I um, hope you enjoy the show. Welcome to the Entrepreneur's Enigma. This is Seth Goldstein. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Entrepreneur's Enigma podcast. Today is a very special episode. I have my good buddy Sean Swain on the program. Sean is the SEO geek. Yes, he self-proclaimed, he calls himself that. He has a website, Sean the SEO geek. But you know what, to tell you the truth, after two or three years of knowing the guy, I know he's a geek and he knows a crap ton about SEO. Put this together, you have the SEO geek. And he is chock full of knowledge. If you don't follow him on social media, we'll have all his socials in the show notes. The guy is a the value he puts out there, just, just puts out in the world and just shares is enormous. And it, it's, I guess, maybe it's the big head thing. Because if you look at me and him, we both have very big heads. But he has so much knowledge on the topic. And so let's talk a little bit about your background, Sean. Who are you? And how did you get started in this whole crazy world? Thank you for having me on, Seth. Who am I? Who are you? Why do we care? Who am I and why do you care? I mean, I I kind of picked the name focused around the SEO geek. Well, first off, because the Twitter handle was available. So that was a key driver there. But I've, I've always kind of had that geeky streak. When I discover something and if I start to like it, I'm going all in. There is no middle ground with me. I don't passively like anything. I'm drilling in. And I found myself into the world of SEO exactly by that. It just seemed like a a fun thing to do. I became obsessed with that naturally. Mm-hmm. And then somebody asked the question, uh, what, what's this weird thing? You know, I, I just paid you all this money to build my website. Now, how do I get it ranked on Google and have it generating business for me? And it was, it was that moment that was just kind of like, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what the, uh, let, let's figure yeah. it out. 
That's awesome. And you did spend some time in-house, you know, so you have like the entrepreneurial streak, but you also did work for One SEO and NetElixir. Tell us about the times in-house. Like, I mean, how did that, how'd that go? Yeah, uh, both of those agencies allowed me to, um, you know, kind of function as an entrepreneur, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So, you know, early in the days, of, I was employee number six at One SEO. Wow. So being there was really beneficial because I got to see, hey, this is what growth actually looks like. I was freelancing before that and it was like, oh yeah, you get a project here and there and that's exciting. But Mm -hmm. geez, to see a true sales team at work, learn how to build processes, Mm -hmm. do all that stuff, build teams. And that was excitement unlike anything else. And I was there for about three years and then got tapped by a recruiter that was working on behalf of Netelixer. And that was even more insane. And by the time I came in, they they were already a pretty large organization, 120 plus employees, several multi-million dollar contracts. They were moving and grooving before I got there, but they didn't offer SEO as a service. So by working with a really good recruiter, I got linked up with them and I helped them build out that part of the business and went on from there, we got to the point that it was no longer the right fit there. And it was totally cool. And kind of got to the point where it was, I had gotten let go from there. And I, I told my wife, Janine, I was like, you know what? It's either, it's either going to be that I'm hitting the, they, they let me go on a Friday. Hmm. It was kind of like, I'm taking the weekend on Monday. I'm going to either you know, hit the ground running and get a new job, or I'm just going to start my own thing like I've always wanted to do. Mm, that's the thing that you always wanted to do your own thing. So it was your chance. That that was, yeah, that was, you know, so there's the mantra of, you know, nothing happens to you. Everything happens for you. Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, at the moment it was kind of like, oh man, what the hell am I going to do? And then it was not, this, this is what I've always wanted. It just, they made the decision for me. Everything happens for a reason. Absolutely. You know, even if it's, you have to sit there for a while and think about it. What is that reason? There is a reason for it, you know, it's it's fantastic. So pretty much you ventured out into the entrepreneurial world. I mean, you did it a little bit before you went in-house, you did in-house for a while and then it was kind of made up for you. You're like, all right, I'm going to do entrepreneurial again. And what made you decide to go like, headlong into SEO? And I mean, were you still doing websites at the time? What was your plan? Like, what was your yeah. thinking? What What was going through that pet of yours? So when you that Monday. Yeah. So when what I had come off the heels of was working with uh, very large companies. Like, uh, not to like gloat or anything like that, but I'm I'm one of few SEO consultants that can say you have brands in your home right now that I've worked on the SEO. So I came off the heels of that and being all before the age of 30, working with these monster brands. And then, you know, now kind of in a position where it's like, all right, I don't have these contacts. I don't have the network. I don't have the ability to do trade shows and and all that. Mm -hmm. I'm starting at the ground level here. So 
it was kind of like, all right, well, what I do have is the experience of knowing what big brands do with their marketing. Maybe I can take that to smaller local businesses. So that's where things started. It, it was, I, I was kind of doing anything that would pay in the beginning, I think like most entrepreneurs do. And then started drifting into the mode of providing SEO and website design. And then I drifted towards specializing in, and you know, I'm jumping forward three years yeah. ago, <clears throat> but moving into doing SEO for e-commerce businesses was really where I kind of landed. Again, if you're going to go geeky, go geeky, dig in. Mm-hmm. E-commerce websites are more complex. So, you know. Go for you it. Went for, you, went, you went for the big, the, the more complex thing. That's awesome. Yep. So what do you, like, all right, here's a good question. What do you like about being an entrepreneur? What do you dislike? The reason I love it is the reason I, I don't like it. And it is that the buck stops with you. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You, if you win, it's because you made yourself win. If you lose, it's because you made yourself lose. You know what I mean? So that there is... You know, very profound, but yeah, it's it's yeah. it's on you for better or for worse. It's awesome and scary at the same time. Oh, for sure. So your sweet spot's e-commerce SEO, but with the SEO landscape kind of going crazy. I mean, it seems like Google's making up for lost time this year. <laughs> I mean, twenty twenty they weren't doing much. They were doing stuff. I'm sure they were doing plenty to keep themselves busy. But I mean, every week it seems like there's an algorithm update and yeah. just stuff like this. You know, what is your view on Google's dominance in the space? Like, like, cause being that entrepreneur and also seeing, you know, these right ragtag, click the thought go, a ragtag outfit, yeah. which is not really, but compared to Google, they are like, what's your view on like their dominance? I, I think that they lend a lot of their dominance to a couple factors. One being right place, right time. Like you think about every search engine that came before them, like you had to change which search engine you were using every two weeks because some nefarious SEO characters would get a site talking about Viagra ranked for a roofer near me or something like that. So people had to jump from search engine to search engine, but then Google just... So they were on the heels of everyone being pissed off about other search engines. Mm -hmm. But then they just built a genuinely better product. So it was suddenly like, oh, you can't just, you know, put random things up Mm -hmm. and get really bad results. So and this was, of course, in what, 2003, 2004, that they really came into dominance that's the dawn of high-speed internet. That's the dawn of like everyone starting to lean. It's the dawn of social networks really starting to come out. So, you know, you kind of have the dawn of everybody depending on the internet, for lack of a better word, uh, for where they're going to spend the majority of their time. So, they positioned themselves perfectly where they could become the verb. The verb. And then they became the verb to, to Google. You don't yeah. say to bang. You don't say to bang or to duck, yep. duck, go. That yep. By the way, that doesn't run off the tongue very easily. To duck, duck, go. <laughs> yep. But, like, but what, what, I mean, what's your future? What do you think the future is for like bang, which is like 6% and duck, duck, go, which is like 1% or not even that? What's your uh, thought on this? Yeah. So this might make me sound cynical or whatever, but I think 
I think Bing's real growth is going to come because a they're tricking people into using it because it looks so much like Google. Mm-hmm. It's the default search engine of the default browser of the default computer that everyone buys. A lot so, of defaults there, yeah. <laughs> and it happens to look like Google. So people think they're I, – I talk with clients periodically where they think they're Googling something. It's like, oh, no, I'm not number one on Google for this. I'm number five. It's like number five mm-hmm. on Bing. Mm-hmm. So if you, let's look at what browser you're using. And like, oh, goodness, I, I can't even believe blah, 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 blah. So, and Bing's not that bad to their credit. Bing is not, not that bad of a search engine, but they're not Google. They're not. Yeah, correct. And DuckDuckGo, I think where they're going to come in is there. there is a very strong sentiment around privacy right now. People are abandoning Facebook left and right because they're genuinely and rightfully so concerned about mm. their privacy. So as people come to realize, it's like, oh. The same thing that creeps me out and skeeves me out about Facebook, Google's doing the same. I think it's probably worse because they have more track record. Um, So I I think as people realize that this is the reality of the Internet, more people will jump over to DuckDuckGo start exploring different things like different VPNs. You know, like I, I think that that's kind of where things are headed because people just they're freaked out. We're not that mm-hmm. far removed from an internet free age. So mm-hmm. people that have come to like using social media remember a time when it wasn't there. Even and, we do. I mean, we're like we're like you're like a mid millennial and I'm an old millennial, but like right. I remember AOL like the beep boop beep boop, you know. Absolutely. And, and I think yesterday, so the day that we're recording this, of course, yesterday yeah. was the big Facebook the outage. outage. Yeah. And, you know, I talked to a handful of people and it was kind of like, you know, it wasn't too bad. It was kind of a nice day. I didn't go down any rabbit holes or anything like that. I just kind of got my work done and, <laughs> and lived. I realized how much I look at Instagram during the day. Yeah. I never realized I look at it that often. It might be for a split second. But my thumb, when I go over my phone, I click on Instagram. My thumb yep. goes boink. Right yep. there. It's 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 hilarious. Yep. So yeah. So here's another thing, because you're you're a daddy to a really awesome little guy. What's it like being an entrepreneur with a family? Whew. You know, it's the hardest juggle that you could ever imagine. It's because I made a commitment that I I don't want to be one of them dads that's just not there for ball games and not there Mm -hmm. for the milestones and all that. So, you know, just being honest with yourself, I guess would be the first step, but knowing that actions are going to have to follow what that truth is. Mm -hmm. So whatever you commit your true North to be, you got to have to be ready to like, all right, if I'm not going to miss the first steps, I'm not going to miss, you know, this, whatever, you have to be ready to say like, okay, if that's the case, and I'm, and I'm still committed to growing my company, that means after he goes to bed, I'm going to have to take that hour and invest it in something else that's going to help the business continue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of work-life balance that goes on. It's just, I mean, I know for a fact, I have an eight-year-old, and you have a little guy. I have an eight-year-old, and it's just like, 
how much time can I commit to him? How much time can I commit to my wife? How much time do I commit to my business? Yeah, especially with what we do, where you're not just talking about your livelihood, you're, you kind of have other people's livelihoods on the hook here too, mm-hmm. where it is like, you know, he is depending on you to get him results. So it's absolutely it's a lot to juggle. It's a lot. So Sean, best place to find you. What is your favorite spot to be online where people can interact with you? Um, I find myself a lot on Facebook. That's where I, do most of my online hanging out. Um, I'm mostly joking about different things. So I'm, I'm open to friend requests and all that. So that's, that's always cool. And I do see you on LinkedIn more and more lately. So that's true. Yeah. I've, um, yeah, I've been trying to really expand outward with mm-hmm. where I'm sharing stuff. So LinkedIn is definitely where you're going to get a lot of the tips, a lot of the advice mm-hmm. uh, that I just a share. Bit, a little bit of snark, a little bit of snark over there, but more on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, that. Yeah, you're gonna get all the snark on Facebook. You might get five percent of the snark on LinkedIn, but it's good snark. So, Sean, this has been awesome. And also, check out SeanTheSEOGeek.com. We'll put that up on the screen right there. It's it's Sean spelled phonetically, spelled <laughs> the right way, not the Irish way. S H A W N. That's how you spell Sean, people. <laughs> I'm biased. Thanks. I'm Thanks biased, for but. But it's Sean, spelled the right way, vseogeek.com. If you guys are loving this show, please review, give us a review in the directory of your choice. Podchaser is one of my new favorite because it's not attached to an ecosystem per se, and it's starting to get its own. And if you want to subscribe and you're hearing this on live stream and you want to hear a little bit more buttoned-up version of this, um, you can go over to entrepreneursenigma.com, which will just bring you over to my website, and you can subscribe. All the buttons are over there. So, And Sean, this has been so much fun. Thank you for coming on, buddy. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. This podcast is heard along the Marketing Podcast Network. For more great marketing podcasts, visit marketingpodcasts.net.